Hey, welcome to the Wild Christian Life Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Tyson. Thanks for joining me today. I'm hoping that this episode will encourage you, bless you, and entertain you. But if it doesn't, well then, you probably have that virus from China, and you probably should seek medical attention right away. One of my favorite parts of the podcast is promoting friends who are out there living the wild Christian life. And so far, it's been musicians. But in the near future, I'll be promoting some other friends who aren't musicians, but are getting it done with the gifts God has given them. But you're in for a special treat today, and I can't wait to play a song for you a little later on by a friend of mine that I met at a Coach's Timeout Ministry Conference. Her name is Jessa Anderson, and she lives in Nashville with her husband Jordan, who also is a musician. Uh, man, they're an awesome couple producing awesome music for Christ. And together they'll be releasing a new album called Glorious on February 21st in the year 2020, which is this year. So super excited about that. And they've already released a new single from that album called I Cannot Outrun Your Grace. Um, I've already listened to it on Spotify. Um, it's available there. And that's a great tune as well. So you can learn more about Jordan and Jessa on um on their website at jordanandjessa.com. So coming up later, you get to hear one of Jessa's uh, older songs called Worship the Lamb. It was one of her early songs, but it's so powerful and it's timeless. So I hope you enjoy that. Also, if you'd like to know more about me or if you're interested in booking me to speak at your next event, you can visit tyson.life and it will all be there for you. Unaware, I entered the rapid backwards. Trying to change course, my one-man ducky turned sideways and slid down into a small waterfall and crashed violently into the first of two hydraulics. My inflatable kayak capsized and it was sent downriver. I, on the other hand, was pinned underwater by this Class Three rapid. I was tumbling, but going nowhere. The powerful hydraulic tightened its grip on me, it tossed me around like a rag doll inside of a washing machine. I was about out of air when it finally loosened its grip on me and released me. But it wasn't over. This time it sent me down another water slide and into a six-foot wall of raging white water. The second hydraulic pulled me quickly underwater and the familiar wash cycle continued. I was helpless at the mercy of this aggressive rapid. I was stuck in a hole, and I wouldn't be released until the current decided it no longer wanted me. Time seems to stand still when you find yourself caught up in a situation like this, and after what seemed like an eternity to me, the river finally had mercy on me and let me go. The buoyancy of my life jacket quickly brought me to the violent surface. Gasping for air was my first response, and my second was to get into a proper float position with my feet down river and lifted up laying on my back and letting the river take me through the next series of rapids. The water was frigid on this early spring day, even in a wetsuit. I was exhausted and the cold temps had put me into a state of apathy. It seemed to be telling me, it's okay, just lay here and enjoy your slow death. And that is when I heard voices. I couldn't make it out at first, but then they became louder and more clear. A little annoyed, I thought, just let me be in this happy place, or at least... That is what the icy river was telling me. 
Swim, 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 yelled the voices from a nearby raft. I woke from my stupor and swam with all of my might to get out of the current and to the raft where they were able to pull me to safety. I was so grateful for the protection of God that day and very thankful for the safety net of friends willing to pull me out of trouble. Living out the wild Christian life can be a lot like whitewater rafting. It's adventurous, breathtaking, filled with a lot of fun, but at times can be very dangerous if you're not, if you're not careful. God has given us a great world to live in. It has everything that we need. Food, water, shelter, scenic views, people to love and people to love us, families, spiritual direction, salvation, and so much more. We owe so much to God. But unfortunately, the evil one, your adversary, has other plans for your life. Whereas God wants you to have a prosperous life, the devil wants your utter destruction. He's very subtle, but cleverly deceptive in his approach. He has the knack of making the path of destruction look desirable. For example, you know, he makes adultery seem so beautiful, fun, and adventurous. But he doesn't allow you to see the destruction that comes along with it and the heartache and all the nastiness that that comes with a broken marriage. And he doesn't just come out with an adulterous situation and just drop it in your lap. He slow plays it, using built-up attitudes about your spouse to work against you. He uses the grass is greener on the other side approach to get you to start thinking about someone else. You may use pornography, music, or even movies to begin those thoughts of fantasy. And when you're ready, he moves in for the kill. He has the same approach when he tempts you with cheating, lying, or stealing money. You don't think about stealing something right out of the gate, but he works you over and allows your heart to set the stage. He is clever and deceptive. Sin is just like the double hydraulic that I fought when I was whitewater rafting. Once it pulls you in, it doesn't want to let you go. And the deeper you go, and the longer that you are involved in something sinful, the harder it is to swim out of it. Think of a whirlpool. It is wide and slow moving on the surface, casting a big net. As it pulls its victim in, it eventually pulls you in deeper and is moving in tighter and faster circular motions. The deeper you go, it's almost going to be impossible to get out. Or have you ever been rafting or canoeing and you get outside of the current and you hit these dead zones along the banks of the river? Man, when you hit those, it is so hard to paddle through and you have to fight to get back into the flow and the current of the river. Well, sin is just like that. God wants you in the center of his will, in the middle of his stream, and he will always call out to you to see if you're listening, or he will use others in your life to call you, you know, to call out to you, swim, swim, meaning to repent and to confess your sins and to put that sin behind you and enjoy the trip that God has for you. Confess your sins, repent, which means to turn 180 degrees and go the opposite direction. Stop trying to go upstream when you should just surrender and let the love of God take you on a fabulous ride downstream, enjoying his blessing. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 12 to 13. 
says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. But know this, you are not alone in your battle. God has given you Christian friends who will be willing to help. He has given you the Bible, the armor of God, to help instruct you, and he has given you his one and only son. So you're not alone. In John chapter 1, verse 29, John the Baptist is out there, and he's out baptizing people and preparing the way for the Lord. And then it says, The next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. I think it's time that we go to Jesus with our troubles, our sins, and confess them to him and seek his forgiveness. Invite him to come into your life and and be your personal Lord and Savior. Surrender your life to him and realize that it is time to worship the Lamb. Of my glorious
takes away the sins of the world. That, my friends, is someone worthy to be praised. Jessa, thank you so much for that song. And I'm super excited to hear you and Jordan and your new album, Glorious, that's coming out February 21st. Uh, everybody go and check it out on Spotify and um, I'm probably on Apple iTunes and everything when it comes available. Um, you're not going to regret it. They've got a heart for the Lord. They're just, like I said before, they're an amazing couple and, and God's got them doing some amazing things uh, through their ministry of music. And also they, they'll come to your church. Um, go to their website, jordanandjessa.com and contact them and maybe um, book them to come to your church. Uh, you won't regret it. Thanks again for listening. And uh, I'm just going to leave you with this. You know, when we praise and worship the Lamb, the Lamb who takes away our sins, if we do that on a regular basis, through prayer, through reading the Bible, um, or just sitting there and staring up at the sky and, and giving Him the praise and awe that He deserves. Get into God's Word. And if you love this podcast, you're going to love this other podcast that I'm going to mention right now. It's called the Daily Christian Podcast, and it's hosted by Paul Japak. And most of them are just uh, five minutes along, but he goes through the Bible and he gets you into God's Word and he tells some funny stories, and, and but just has some spiritual truths that are really going to impact you. And, and I hope to have him actually on the podcast one day. And uh, so we can just share a little bit about what God is doing in his life. Um, so anyways, you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening. And um, I'm Mike Tyson. Peace out. This is the part of the podcast that everybody loves and they always wait to the very last minute to hear what I'm going to say. Something a little pithy, something funny. Um, well, today I've got a joke for you. What did the farmer say when he saw two cows coming over the hill? Hey, there come two cows coming over the hill. What did the farmer say when he saw two cows coming over the hill wearing sunglasses? He didn't say anything. He didn't recognize them. Tadam. <laughs>